This is Gray Man Media Content. I'm Jessica. I'm Devin. We founded a media company to help promote local artists and goof off with our friends. It's not always easy running all these shows, but we decided to add another to our list. This is The Other Show. All right, cool. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Other Show. Today, we're going to be talking about... Potato chips. Potato chips. As what makes a good potato chip and what's the best flavor out there. I should probably have my headphones on for this because I I can't hear me. I don't know how I sound right now. You don't need to. It's not a necessity. I more just want... There we go. Make sure I'm centered on the mic because I can tell. I mean, luckily with this (laughs) headset, that's something we need to do also. We need to go through for the channel. Um, that's more of a me thing. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Anyway, uh, what are we, what, what is it? <laughs> chips. Potato chips. Yeah, go ahead. Personally, the best flavor out there, I think mm. it is sour cream and onion flavored potato chips of m- any sort. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And in your opinion, what makes a good potato chip? Hmm. What makes a good potato chip? I don't like something too with too much structural integrity, which is, I think is why I don't like corn chips quite as much. I, yeah. You say potato mm. chip. I'm assuming we mean just pretty much any chip, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly just like what makes it. I do like corn chips, uh, for <laughs> instance, tortilla ch- chips. Um, fantastic delicious doritos but i think i like potato chips more because there's a little bit too much structural integrity to a corn chip it's too much snap which is perfect for dips which leads me into why i'm bringing this up for potato chips i don't i like i want a chip that can stand up to some dip so like a wavy chip so they're a little bit thicker but not too yeah, thick but then that's the texture just feels weird i don't know no, I understand what you're saying because there are chips out there, like a lot of um, I feel a lot of kettle chips and stuff. They're too thin, almost like those you have to like pile in your hand just like all at once. Yeah. But then you also have the ones that are a little too thick, and you're like, this is not quite what I want out of a chip. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. The sour cream and like the Lay's sour cream and onion is just a tad too thin for me. The flavor is outstanding, but textural wise, I think it's just a tad. And you you know you already know I'm the same way as you. Sour cream and onion all day. <laughs> it's, I mean, the that's, it's the best one. The ones people, I don't understand are barbecue chips. I don't understand why people love those things. They're well, only okay. First off, Grippos. Okay, that's they're the that? best. They're the best barbecue chips in the game. Okay. I don't think I've ever had those. If I do, I don't remember. Well, this explains why you don't like barbecue chips. <laughs> barbecue chips are delicious, um, but a, but a lot of people do it wrong. I don't know. Barbecue chips are good. They're just not the best. I agree. I think we can all agree what the worst is, and that's you f***ing weirdos who like salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> salt and vinegar, I don't know. you got to be in some kind of weird mood, right? Yeah, you might. I don't, maybe you. Well, I grew up and my mom loved those, so I had them yeah, here and there, but they too. were... <laughs> they're so overpowering, and yeah. they're like, they punch you in the face. It's crazy. Yeah. And not in a good way. It's not like they're punching your face in a good way. They're punching your face in a bad way. <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan at all. At all. Um, yeah, my mom liked them too. That's weird. 
Yeah, I prefer the sour cream and onion. Or any, like, cheddar type of chips. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't get behind cheddar as much. I'm not... Cheese is for the birds, man. I don't, I don't need cheese in everything that I eat. All right, so what's your opinion difference on chips, like, that are Lay's compared to, like, Pringles? I don't think I like Pringles as much. Pringles have a Pringle taste. Yeah. Yeah, which I like, but I... I, I don't know. Whenever we have, it's it's not always, but whenever we do have chips in the house, and we ha- if we had Pringles and bagged chips, I'm almost always going to go for bagged chips. They're also easier to get out. <laughs> Pringles can be difficult yeah. to get out of the can. That's not my complaint, though. I don't know. There's <laughs> something about Pringles that just rubs me the wrong way. Like The weird yeah. taste and the texture is weird when you bite into it. I don't know. It's got a different texture to it. Pringles having the audacity to have chips all the same. This is why I don't like puff Cheetos. Puff Cheetos? Oh, yeah. They're all the same. That's how <laughs> dare you have the audacity. <laughs> how dare you? Then again, you like the um, honey mustard Pringles a lot. That was a, That's a solid flavor. They made that thing taste like honey mustard, and I'm impressed. I do really <laughs> like honey mustard Pringles. They're good. They're so Some good. Some of their other flavors are like, oh, this is a pizza flavor. This is a this flavor. I'm like, it doesn't quite taste like that. All the, You get an overpowering of Pringle as opposed to this other flavor. The honey mustard ones, solid middle. Also like Bugles. I haven't had Bugle in a long time. And Funyuns. Funyuns are the best. Chip. I love Fritos. <laughs> especially flaming Hot Fritos in a burrito. Taco Bell, do it. <laughs> do the thing dude we need a petition out again i think you see i loved when they gave up on that thing they're like we've done this for so long they're not bringing this back they do done. that once a year <laughs> i've been a part of that movement the beefy crunch movement for like five years they do it once a year they're always they just get down on their luck and then they <laughs> and then a couple months later they're like we're back bitches. <laughs> anyway <laughs> i don't know i think funnyans the funnyans might be yeah, they're top tier. But they're I'm so like, good. And I, so underrated and so overpriced. It's annoying. I'm a gross ogre, <laughs> and I love onions. <laughs> onions are delicious, as long as they're done right. Which is why I like onions, because it's like basically just a bunch of onion and garlic powder. Just yeah. on a chip. <laughs> it's so much onion and garlic powder. Yeah. It's fantastic. It is really, really good. I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I One of the only kind of chips I really don't like, baked potato chips, not really that baked good. Baked chips, yeah. Those, and again, baked and kettle chips. They both I have like a weird chips. texture to them compared to regular potato chips. I don't know what it is or the way they're cooked is different. It's it just is. Well, I, I know they're cooked differently, but the <laughs> way it's cooked differently messes with the texture in a weird way. I don't like. I don't know, man. I just, it, if you're going to, if you're going <laughs> to... If you're going to eat potato chips, like, why are you kidding yourself? Why are you <laughs> fucking around with the baked it's stuff? It's like, if we're going to have cake, why are we getting sugar-free cake? Like, you're just going to just do it and just portion yourself. But, It'll be fine. Yeah, but then again, <laughs> you know, at the same time, it is... it. I fall into this trap a lot of we, when you go onto a diet, it's like, go all in. And it's like, you can actually get a lot of work done making small incremental changes. So maybe, I don't know. I just, for me personally, baked potato chips, not, not it, bro. It's not the move. <laughs> no. That's not the move. Give me, so, give me a bag of Lay's. I'll finish them off. They're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Chips as a whole, I'll give it like a f- 4.5. <laughs> I know we're not rating chips. That's not <laughs> what we're doing today, but 
I uh, one thing I don't really like. I'm not a big fan of Cool Ranch Doritos. I don't know. Why. I was that was gonna be a question. I was like, where do you stand on the Doritos? <laughs> I like nacho cheese Doritos. I even like some of the more outlandish flavor Doritos. Doritos, Taco Bell, and Mountain Dew are like in it for the like weird the ideas. Weird, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're it. just gonna do it and then see what happens. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it 100. <laughs> percent And good for them. Uh, some of the Dorito stuff that they do is weird, and I'm on board. I just don't like the Cool Ranch. I never did. I never. They're okay. They're just. Kid. There's not as much flavor, especially if, we, there's if so you go much back flavor. and forth. I don't know. I, I never find that much flavor. I just taste a lot more corn. That's why I like the nacho one because then at least you get punched in the face with some kind of weird spice, Your nacho corn. spice. What does that mean? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, potato chips are awesome. I just want to see like your take on it. What makes a good potato chip? We know Somewhere. our take on it. I know, but the <laughs> listeners don't. The listeners right. need to know. It's in high demand, Devin. <laughs> so it makes a good potato chip. Not too thin, not too thick. You got to have that nice middle ground. Lays, for the most part, will hit it. And most, like, even store brand ones, like, as long as they're, again, you're not going too thin where there's no texture or there's no, like, structural integrity. And you're not going too thick where you're eating just, like, a cracker. Those I hate. I hate chips that are way too thick, like a cracker. I hurt my teeth. Oh, you got soft teeth. <laughs> Part of the soft teeth community. <laughs> crunchy, crunchy uh, uh, Cheetos all day. Dude, crunchy Cheetos are, oh my God. Way so better than, and also if, if a chip has the option to go flaming hot and you don't go flaming hot, you're a coward. <laughs> I f- said it. <laughs> Too bad they don't have the flaming hot Fritos in stores anymore. All right, I'm done they, with this conversation. I said they have the chili weird stuff. Spoilers. What's our second topic? <laughs> All right, Devin. So. Uh huh. What did you think? About. season three is on the horizon i don't know when i'm pretty sure i think later this year yeah I think or at least so. they start i don't know if it's releasing but i think that at least they're starting filming i don't know that part i read but an article season about one it. and two are done they're out and spoilers obviously there's also a little bit you get to see where they might go with mandalorian and the end of boba fett yeah but as far as season one and two mm-hmm. initial thought in like two sentences Go. I don't even know how to speak at, <laughs> at, a, at a two sentence. Like I think I'm already over it. I don't. I, I can't do that. Um. So when I was first watching The Mandalorian, I didn't. Uh, first off, I did not think it was going to be as big as it was at all. Um. I just thought it was going to be because like there's a lot of Star Wars stuff that doesn't make it as big. Like Clone Wars has a cult cult following. It's gotten much bigger now that the universe has expanded. Yeah. People need to go back and see some more of the history, which Clone yeah. Wars gave a lot of people a lot of good a lot history of and back history and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Filoni has is, is done an incredible job at, at making the universe much more expanded and giving us more to watch. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's, so is Favreau. They're giving us everything that I loved and wanted out of Star Wars as when I gave 
became a little bit older after I'd watched it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what the world around what was happening was like. And that's what this new universe is. It's showing you what this planet's doing, how these kind of societies working. While this other stuff is probably happening, like seven, eight, nine, all these other things that might be happening over here. But this is what this little planet's doing. This is just what these guys are doing. That's really cool to see, to literally feel like you're in the universe as opposed to just on this one very straight mission with these very particular people if that makes sense i mean yeah you're talking about clone wars any of the ones after like the six and clone wars even after you expand after that it's not very straightforward like these are the only people you're following it's just exploring different worlds and like the way those worlds are intergoing with each other which is kind of cool i'm just a big star wars dude um there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are really upset with the sequel trilogy that disney made look i'm not the biggest fan either but here's the thing here's the one is here's the thing yeah but that's the same people the same people when we were kids and we were watching uh episode one through three all the people who liked four five and six were fucking pissed at the prequel trilogy and they were like oh it's i just choose that it's not actually canon in the and it's like bro chill out and we're doing the exact same thing no because like i know they're canon it's just i don't know it's it felt rushed it didn't feel like there was a lot of extra stuff in there a lot of not not enough dialogue in there to explain some stuff i don't I, know I, I don't i don't see that I don't, I don't know where you're getting that from. But, hey, that's your opinion. You're yeah, allowed to have it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Mandalorian anyways. I understand, <laughs> but it's just Star Wars. As a, as a, you can't get... You cannot. It's not... This is going to be a spider web every time we talk about Star Wars. Can you explain Mandalorian Season 1 and 2? Quick, front to back. How's yeah, that? Yeah, Season 1 was a freaking awesome. You really got to see... Uh, <laughs> what happened? I mean, I'm... T- I'm, t- I'm I'm summarizing it. I'm not going to go through all like nine episodes or however many there was. Of <laughs> he's got some bounties and stuff and you see Mando and he's like that, you know, the classic like cowboy Western thing, but it's in mm-hmm. space. It's freaking awesome. Um, and then he gets a baby and dude doesn't like robots. And it turns out that IG 88 unit comes in handy later, but it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, it, and then I liked it. It was kind of like a serialized uh, or maybe it's episodic kind of show up until the last couple episodes where it really starts to build up towards that second season. The yeah. second season is almost entirely built to set up other shows and franchises for the Disney Plus universe, yeah, which that's is fine. basically all they did with that one. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Whatever. I got my gripes about that. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of the Mandalorian. Big, huge fucking fan. We're not talking about Boba Fett, so I'm not going to... Yeah. I almost started, but I'm not going <laughs> to... We'll talk about Boba Fett later. Yeah, we're, he, he does make a feature at the end of Boba Fett that yeah. helps set up for season three, which we'll that we'll go back to that part of Boba Fett of Mandalorian when we get watch season three whenever it comes out because it'll probably all link together. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm just a big fan of Mandalorian. I'm a huge fan of the Mandalorian. I was like, Jango Fett's always been like a top tier character. Mm-hmm. For me, I know everybody likes Boba Fett and people are probably going to be upset because I like Jango Fett more, but Jango Fett's literally Boba Fett. Boba Fett is Jango Fett. He's just a clone. It's just, you saw Boba Fett in the movies first. That's why you're a big Boba Fett. Yeah, that's what, I've never understood why people got so, like, loved Boba over Jango. I'm like, they were the same person until this new series when they rebooted him. They were both in three movies. Actually, not even three. No, Jango was only in 
the second Either one, way, really. like, you only see them for a very brief amount of time. Like, why did we latch onto one over the other? Boba Fett's been around longer, that's why. He was the original Mandalorian, even though canonic, or in the timeline speaking, he is, f- like, one of the last Mandalorians, on, in all honesty. Yeah, um, pretty and much. he's not even a Mandalorian, technically. He's just a clone, but... Which is also a gripe I have with the Mandalorian. He's not an actual Mandalorian. No. He joined a cult. He's a family. Yeah, yeah, he joined a cult. And none of them, I want to know, because this girl's so mysterious. The head girl, I don't remember what they called her. The head Mandalorian girl, the one that like blacksmiths everything. Oh, what was her name? Oh. Did they have a name for her? Yeah, they do. I can't remember it. Is she Mandalorian? Because her whole, they don't want to give us too much information about her. And I'm assuming that's on purpose. So it's kind of mysterious. She's just kind of always there type of thing she's the armorer but like i think that's what her i kind of want to know if she was for mandalore and that's why she's really pushing this cult to try to get her own homeworld back because i'm yes. very curious about this what the other mandalorians aren't from mandalore they're not actual mandalorian they're they joined a cult and call themselves mandalorians the other guy even din guy john who, or whatever was the, not from mandalore yeah he was a foundling yeah the but guy he's not a mandalorian but the guy who fights mandalorian in a show that we're not reviewing currently has a namesake that's tied to a family of mandalorians that used to live on mandalore that's why he has a, a family title to the dark saber well he said that but we don't have any proof of that it's <laughs> what the f- are you saying uh, <laughs> yeah they just threw that in there they just threw that in there for no f-ing reason <laughs> what do you mean I'm just saying. There was multiple sects of the of the uh, of the Mandalorians. They, they they broke off into a lot of things. You remember in Clone Wars the uh, when Bo Katan was actually technically against the Queen of Mandalore, you know, at the time back in the Clone Wars. Yeah, she didn't like her sister. Yeah, that's right. They were sisters. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, she didn't, they didn't like each other because one wanted to fight, the other one wanted yeah. peace, and there's all, so there's always been the different. Thing. There's always been different groups of Mandalore. Does that make yeah. any one of them? any less that's like a floridian calling themselves kentucky and even though they were born in florida no you're a floridian there's a difference but they're all americans yeah but they weren't born in here so they can't call themselves that you can't call yourself a mandalorian unless you're born what in are Mandalore. you saying right now i don't know you're being <laughs> awfully xenophobic <laughs> i've never no, heard of anyone funny. being xenophobic against floridians <laughs> Well, I was just, I just picked that state by random. Gotta build a wall around <laughs> Kentucky, keep them Floridians out. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Most of my family lives out there anyways. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Mandalorian for some reason. I don't know. Uh, or I, I understand why. Did you like season one or season two better? I like season first, one. Season one better? Yeah. There's a lot more story in there, a lot more I mean, there's tons history of, of what's happening there. Two. There is, but uh, like you said, season two, and that was my issue, is most of it is set up for other shows, which makes sense. They can't, they have to introduce it one way or another. And it's not like they're doing a movie and just throw everyone in at once and then start doing backstory. They have to do it little by little. But you, know, you kind of lose a little bit of the wow factor when you keep getting random new people in there. I don't know. And the storyline is all over the place because one scene you see that Shaky saw in season one, I don't remember her name. I think her real name's Gina. I don't remember. Oh, uh, the yeah. What's her name? Yeah, uh, the she used, she used to be, be the UFC. rebel dropper or whatever. She used yeah. to be in UFC. Yeah, she <laughs> really. Yeah, <laughs> but you see her in one scene. She's doing this, and you see her in another scene. She's already doing that in the same season. And I'm like, can we keep consistency at least through the one season? Just keep consistency, and they don't. It it's all over the place, and it, I don't know. 
The cameo at the end was fantastic. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed both seasons. I just you made me pick, so I choose season one. Who's your favorite character outside of the Mandalorian? I was gonna say it's the Mandalorian. Outside of him, who's your favorite character well, in not, either of the seasons? It's not Grogu. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we see enough of him with the boys. <laughs> yeah, Grogu is dope. Don't get me wrong. Um, hmm, I don't know. What's his name? Um, I have spoken. That guy was fantastic. What was his name? Oh yeah, you liked him a lot. Kron? No. I don't fucking remember. He's the guy. I'm thinking Thrawn. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Not the same character. Yeah, he's the one that teaches the Mandalorian how to like ride the whatever monsters. I forget their name too. Yeah. I this is the thing about Star Wars is like I know a lot, but as soon as I have to recall any kind of specific information, it's because none of it's real words either. You have to come up. With, <laughs> you yeah. have to remember these other words that make no sense outside of this universe. Yeah, I can explain to you exactly why George Lucas said that you know hovercraft can speed along tatooine desert because there's a magnetic core and i can explain all that but i don't know what this alien is i, can't. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what it looks like and i know exactly <laughs> like different iterations like they they pop up in clone wars uh, i think twice they use one of uh they use them to like climb up a canyon at one point do they yeah but oh, i can't I tell that. you what the name of that thing is <laughs> devin put a picture up here that guy that this thing whatever that is that's the thing but i'm a huge that guy fan. was really cool i liked him a lot i don't understand the moth gideon bad guy i'm not Love really him. i'm not really a fan of his i don't know just his whole story is just weird maybe i just don't have enough backstory on him to understand yeah, it. i just there's don't a like lot more uh moth gideon stuff that's outside of the mandalorian that i'm not privy to either but i'm aware that it exists so okay maybe that's what it is i just don't for fans that probably follow all the lore probably understood of that all character the lore. okay calm down all the lore about him maybe like him better i just didn't like him because i didn't see the point in what it was happening with him i don't know um uh i don't know man i i just really i enjoyed mandalorian a whole whole lot it was way better than i ever thought it would be uh it was way more entertaining it was so much more epic the end of season i mean the the season two finale was like mind-blowing it was awesome um you know all these things are coming to a head with bo-katan luke skywalker grogu the mandalorian himself and moff gideon all these things are coming to a head in one epic like you know conclusion just all at yeah. once it all worked, worked it, really well yeah it was really 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 good on the first playthrough i remember bits and pieces but rewatching it with the boys much clearer mind is much better um yeah i also like you know them going with the kind of the um the nature of being a bounty hunter is that you have to go to different planets which i feel like mandalorian mm -hmm. the mandalo uh dinjarin was only a bounty hunter for a very brief moment in the series which is fine yeah i would like to see them go back to that which is why i'm hoping since grogu chose the mandalorian armor that they're going to go back to that in season three that'd That's, be great at least show it a little bit more because yeah. then they hinted at that in boba fett like later on they're like oh he's still kind of i'm like where was this in because you see it be mostly the beginning part of yeah. season one and then you lose it for the rest of it other than him you see him being able to evade things very well, understanding where to go because he's been a bounty hunter. He knows how to hide. He knows how to go find stuff. But it's just not quite the same. 
they you lose a little bit of magic in that part. Magic. Magic of being a bounty hunter in space, you know. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good watch. If you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend it. Basically, a bounty hunter finds a kid, wants to keep the kid, keeps the kid, tries to get killed with the kid because people keep coming after him. Yep. Eventually takes the kid to his own kind. Summary. Meaning his <laughs> own kind, meaning the Jedi, because yeah. for what? Yeah, which is also the big thing they focused on as opposed to finding his actual alien kind and taking him home. They'll never. Oh yeah, they'll they want the only that. reason why they do it, won't do it is because they don't want to expose that those creatures. Where I'm like, that's actually what I feel like he should have done is tried to find wherever this creature is. Which also I feel like somebody out there should have known what he was. Evidently, no one knows what he is, but everyone knows what this other alien and this one and this one and this one are. Doesn't know what he is. Some there has to be a planet of them somewhere, and he should have dropped him off there, launched him out, and escape pod. Just poof. No, come on. All right, we'll stick with the Jedi thing then. <laughs> Which is another thing. Watching Baby Yoda on that rock just... And then this whole thing just... It's kind of funny. That's Boba Fett. No, it wasn't. That was a middle-ish season two Mandalorian. Baby Yoda's on the meditation rock or ever looking out for, I guess, Luke or somebody to find him. Oh, that was, no, that was towards the, oh, yeah, it was. The that was the first time Boba Fett made a real entrance into the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's correct. The music score is really cool on Mandalorian so much so that it's my text and phone call. So, yeah. <laughs> big fan. Um, getting to know more about the best car and all that stuff is awesome. Yeah, because they didn't really they didn't really touch on that even in Clone Wars. You never really. I mean, you knew what Beskar was, but it wasn't like. Now it's, it's this, this prized thing. thing that everyone's after. Which, and I'm to like, be really? fair, after the destruction of the mines on Mandalore, it has become much more. Yeah, that valuable. might have been why. Yeah. So I don't know how plentiful it was on that on the home planet, and also there's probably other places in the Star Wars universe where Beskar exists, maybe just not known or found. There's also other materials that can stop that can do what Beskar does. They're just also rare. Yeah, it's all rare stuff. But they were actually the reason. Um, I don't know if you know this. This is a little bit kind of other stuff. Uh, Mandalore has always been like this warrior culture type of planet. Yeah, and um, the reason that they developed like Beskar armor and like the wrist rockets and flamethrowers and jetpacks and all that stuff was actually so that they could compete with Jedi because the first time that Mandalorians met Jedi, they got handed to them. So they were like, well, next time we'll be ready. Really? I guess yeah. that makes sense. Cause she was talking about that a little bit. We used to fight them and stuff. Yeah. But yet the one thing that brings them power was made by a Jedi. And that's kind of funny to me. Well, I think he was, was like, a, I think, I don't know all of the story of the guy who made the dark saber, but I think he ended up being a fallen Jedi. He was like, you know, I think he ended up choosing Mandalore over the Jedi. I don't know. I can't remember. So maybe not a this, fallen Jedi, but he left the Jedi Order type of thing. I believe that I this that was. I believe that this was pre-Republic or maybe High uh, Republic era. So I don't really, I don't really know. Mm. It's, the timeline gets fuzzy. She says like five thousand years prior, so it's probably somewhere around there. Oh, so probably the old Republic or pre-Republic. I don't know. I don't know how long these time periods lasted. I'm I know much more about the few years leading into Phantom Menace and then uh, through episode 
through the empire, through the first empire. Everything with the new, what do they call the new empire? Oh, the new, it's the new republic? No. No. The new order? I don't know, remember what they called it, the new one. <laughs> the first order. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those guys, uh, I don't really know much about those guys. Hmm. Yeah, this was made like 5,000 years ago, and that's what he found and everything. Mm. But that was Boba Fett part. But still. Mandalorian, bad. Also, like they got three actors to play this guy. Who? The Mandalorian. Dinjar. Yeah, they had three. You had the face guy, and then they had like a gun, a gunslinger, gunslinger, gunslinger to come in and do some of the acrobatics. And then I think they had an acrobatic, or like a, <laughs> or a gymnast or something that does some of his stunts. The face guy pretty much just did the faces and the walking around, but that's it. The other guys are the ones who actually did the other stuff, all the action scenes. I mean, yeah, why not? It just blows my mind. I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you don't think all the Marvel movies are doing the same thing, you're wrong. I mean, yeah, but I feel like if I was an actor, I'd want to do as much of my own person as I could. Well, good for you. Be an actor. <laughs> no, I'm not that good. <laughs> but yeah, they had like three guys play him. Might have been more, but I think it was just three. I know for a fact they had a gunslinger because he was like, that's what he does. He does like westerns and stuff just to do like those quick shots and stuff. And that's what he did. Then you have the face guy, and I don't remember what the other guy was for, but the other guy did something. I want to say it was some kind of stunt guy, but not just a stunt guy. Super informative. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. You didn't even no. know they had three people until no. just now. <laughs> I mean, I assumed that they would have had a stunt double. It's the only thing that makes sense. Like, why? If you're already covering their face, you just need somebody to have the, roughly the same build that can do the, the stunts better than you. Duh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah they did that with spider-man they did anybody where yeah absolutely that doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's i didn't know they would have had somebody special to do this yeah that's cool i guess um overall though mandalorian is not a very good fighter that dude gets hit with laser bolts yeah, all the time yeah, he's relies on his armor a little too much yeah like yeah. i know i would rely on it but not quite as much as he does yeah uh, Bill Burr's, um, <laughs> Bill Burr's, <laughs> Fantastic. his, his arc within the story, uh, man, he really turned himself around. <laughs> he did a good job. I bet that was like a dream come true for Bill Burr. I don't know much about Bill Burr, but I'm sure Being he Star was Wars. a big Star Wars fan and he got to have his own little character development within. Yeah, this. it was a really good development too, compared to when you first see him, the way he's acting compared to that last scene where he's run off. He's like, oh, cool. Like, there's a whole thing. and he, he visually, like, he does it really well when he expresses it and the way he is acting. It, it's beautiful. The uh, the way that they did the set designs for The Mandalorian was also really cool. Um, instead of having, like, t typical sets, they had this, like, movie theater that, like, used a video game engine to put it up on screen. They so did that? that? They, oh, oh God. my God. I have didn't you not know that. seen this? Oh, dude, I'll put it That's up, a... like, right here. It's really <laughs> cool. They do. Uh, they had this whole back of uh behind the scenes thing where they showed how they did it but it was in that way the the characters weren't around a green screen they could visually see it and so they were able to act around oh that's really know. cool i yeah. didn't know that yeah super cool really cool uh stuff i mean i'm sure that room cost millions of dollars oh to build, yeah it's, it's not right, disney's got the money oh yeah deep pockets <laughs> walt's got deep pockets you ever talk to the mouse he's got you on a buck <laughs> no he wants his dollars to 
Yeah, but he could. He could give you a dollar. Anyway, Mandalorian <laughs> season one and season two, I would give a solid four point five. It's a good rating for it. Yeah. Both seasons combined, Mandalorian as a whole, as of now, mm-hmm. I would give it a four point two. All right, and that gives it an average score of like four point three five, I think, something like that. Sounds yeah, right. somewhere around there. Anyway, yeah, I can't wait to see more. Boba Fett uh, led into some stuff. Um, what we want, we're not going to talk about Boba Fett in whole until we there's a season two. You Give us a little more context because right now it's they left a lot open ended, so we're gonna talk about that part later. Yeah, there's a lot on the table still, and I would have said the same thing about season one of Mandalorian. I don't know how I would have felt if we were just reviewing season one. Yeah, they left a lot open. You really needed the second season, which again they threw a lot of stuff in there, but you still get a conclusion at the end of how from it started and it ended, and they did solidly end it. Yeah. So that's another reason I'm excited for season three. Is like. They ended a lot of this. They opened up a little bit, some with the Boba Fett stuff, but they ended a lot of it. So it's re- going to be really cool to see where they want to take him and what they want to do with him. Yeah. Because they can it, take him anywhere. Yeah. At this point, they can do just about anything they want. Yeah. He can go back to be a bounty hunter. He can go to Mandalore. He can go do anything. He can go do Jedi stuff if he wanted to. Literally anything. It'll be really cool. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys, for listening and or watching this episode of The Other Show. We will be back next week. Make sure you drink your water. Drink all the water. Bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to that episode, you can find more. Just go to graymanmediaco.com and you find all things The Other Show. 